Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, this is the Angry Blurs Podcast. I am Bernard. I am Samir. All right, and this is our first episode. So, yeah. where the nerds are black and the nerds are angry. What he said. So, this podcast is just going to be on all things nerdy, or if you want to be extra nerdy, blurdy, uh, consisting of TV, games, movies. Uh, Samir is probably going to do card games like Magic and whatnot. And maybe possibly in any case, uh, we'll splash in some anime while we while we're there. That too. All right. So one of the first things we are going to talk about is obviously the Snyder Cut of Justice League uh, is finally coming out on HBO Max. Well, not finally, but it was announced that it will be released next year. Samir, what are your thoughts on that? Um, actually, the more news that gets released about it, the more I'm actually excited about it. All right, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm still kind of feeling indifferent because I'm like, we really don't need this. And they're talking about it's going to be like six to eight parts. I was always turned off by Josh Whedon's cut of that movie. We, we don't need quirky uh, quips every dang thing he puts in there. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of humor. Age of Ultron was bad enough. All right? What's wrong with Age of Ultron? Nothing, but it had a lot of quips. Name, give me five right now. The whole thing with Hawkeye and um, Quicksilver. That, that, was, that was hilarious. That showed that those two had good chemistry. Sure. Especially when he ran off. Keep up, old man. Pull that arrow. No one would know. Okay, what about the whole uh, um, uh, Cap not swearing thing with, with language? Yeah, that was all through the damn movie. Uh, that's Cap's personality. Yeah, it is. I'm just saying. Quirky. Now, I think the dour and, uh, and, um, and bleakness that is Zack Snyder's anything he does... All right, it was it was appropriate for DC's own comics. I think they should lean into that at least with Batman and Superman. Now, Shazam, great. Keep them with, keep it light and keep it uh keep it uh um bright. Now, uh, does Superman need to be dark though? He can be. He has been. When? What do you mean when? All of um uh, uh, All Star Superman was uh, was dark. Was it? It was pretty bleak. The guy was dying the whole damn comic. Yeah, but. That was a 12-issue miniseries. I'm talking about in the world of action comics or Superman or Batman, Superman, Superman, Batman, Justice League, Wonder Woman, Superman, Wonder Woman, any of that. It can't. He can be. I, I thought it was a, a great look on the character. And Michael Shannon, that guy eats scene every time he's there. On just that was good. Yeah, Michael Shannon. That that monologue at the end, still to this day, seven years ago, perfect. All right. And it still came out in 2013. 13. Damn. Yeah, that's seven years ago. Damn. Look, right. I, I, I'm a, I'm not going to say I'm a fan of Zack Snyder because the guy isn't that good at what he does, but he me. tries his best. And you, honestly, that is all you can ask for in this day and age. Too many people don't try. Yeah. So I want to see this um, Snyder's cut and see what he was you know, putting out there. Yeah, but um, unfortunately, um, HBO and Warner Brothers said you ain't getting no more money, so you're going to have to work with what you got. We ain't bringing nobody in for no reshoot. So whatever you want to add um, to your vision, it's going to have to be done in CG. And who even knows like if they're going to allow like Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, or whoever to come in and do voice acting. So we're just going to have to... They might do it for free. Henry Cavill's a super cool dude. Yeah, we're just going to have to wait and see. I still hate Jason Momoa's Aquaman. And like I said multiple times to you guys... <sighs> the movie was fun... But I do have quorums about changing race for no reason. Like I told you, I told him in 2014 at Florida Supercon, I really hope you're not Aquaman, you're a horrible actor. 
That's a little bit. Okay, first off, dude's like twice your size. I don't care. And secondly, he gonna I, hit me. You don't gotta. <laughs> you don't gotta take it out on him. Guy needs a paycheck. I'm a sue. Got he, he had paychecks. He got like he had like tw- a show on Netflix. He got a damn show. Look, on, on I got number love for Jason Moore. All right, him and his fine ass wife. Look, the point is Lenny's wife first. Who cares about so? That's Lenny's daughter. No, the Lisa Bonet. Lenny's daughter. No, we're talking about uh, Lisa Bonet was is, Lenny Kravitz's ex wife. Yeah, but he's with the daughter. No, he's with Lisa Bonet. He's not with Lisa, Lisa Bonet. Kravitz. Yeah, you don't. You didn't know that. I did not know. <laughs> um, if you guys can hear that, that is our producer slash board op, uh, Arsenio, in the background. Who did not know that Jason Moore was married to Lisa Bonet. Did not fucking know that. I Lisa Bonet was, of I the Cosby Show. She, she's married to some white dude now. Oh. Some white dude. Yeah. That, that kind of bothers me. Why? Kinda, I don't know. His whole world has been turned upside down now. But um, Zack Snyder did recently share a photo of... Um, his interpretation of Dark Side. Uh, like I said, I'm still on the fence about it. I'm going to watch it. I got HBO Max because I have HBO. I think leave it to Josh Whedon, uh, Dark Side be throwing quips. Really? You probably would. Leave Josh Whedon alone. He's a he's a creative genius. Oh, yeah. She got married last year. Yes. Sit on her. They look like a very lovely couple. Actually, yeah, they're pretty, you know, very, actually rather pretty couple, actually. All right. All right, so next topic is Ruby Rose leaving Batwoman. And this pisses me off just because of the simple fact that before you took this role, what, two years ago from the last crossover, you should have consulted someone who works on one of these shows. You probably should have talked to Stephen Amell, Grant, Gus- Grant Gustin, Melissa Benoist, Katie Lloyds, anybody on any of those CW shows, you should have asked them, how's the work schedule? Because um, Stephen Amell... Loved doing Arrow, but he always hated fucking doing crossovers. He has been open about it. He talked about it on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast both times he was on there. Grant Gustin even talked to Michael Rosenbaum, uh, Michael Rosenbaum about it on his podcast. It's tiresome. And one of the things that's really the, the nitpick of it is working with other production crews. So, like, the Flash crew, uh, production crew, doesn't really, like, know how to work with the Arrow uh, cast members and things like that. So... You should always, I don't know, talk to someone who's already in this world before you go on and sign on for a show. I don't think it was exactly that. I think it was the overall casting schedule of, of, the, of, That's the, what I'm saying. of the show, not just the crossovers. No, I know, but I'm saying you should have talked to like Steven, like, hey, what, what what's the work schedule like for you? You won't know until you try something. I guess, but... Now, she's never done TV. She's done TV very limitedly before, and now she had to try a, a main role on a on a long running series with twenty four episodes. That's that's rough. I'm not that mad at her for quitting. I mean, she found out something about herself. She tried, and then, you know, what else can we do? We're gonna they're gonna cast again. Hopefully, it's good, and they're gonna cast within the um, LGBTQ community. So yes, I'm I'm still excited for the show. But yeah, like I said, man, you should always ask around before you. Uh, sign on to something. That's like if you just go into like a job. Like if I went into your line of work and was like, hey man, what's the schedule like? Which, like is it stressful? How tired are you at the end of the day? Stress is different for other people though, man. You can't just generalize like that. I'm just saying. Well, I'm still pissed about it. I mean, crossovers and all, Ruby Rose wasted, what, 26 hours of my life? They, you, they, the character isn't going anywhere, and the character is—they're gonna just transition her straight in. 
It's not a big deal. I know. You'll get a different flavor of acting, maybe. Who knows? That's about it. I just hate when, like, characters are recast. I think they should recast all the time, actually. You should never tie a character to an actor in a long-running comic book franchise. So did you like the Aunt Viv I was just about to, I was about to bring that up. And the thing I liked about the Aunt Viv switch was they, they made, they made fun of it. Like, if you recall, on that episode of The Fresh Prince, I don't remember episode. what season it was. Came Jazz came and said, you look a little different. And Will looked right at the camera and broke the fourth wall and, was, and just shrugged it off. And then they did it again with Nikki. Because remember, Nikki was a baby. And, like, in the last season, he came back as, like, a five, six-year-old. Like, Because Will was just shrugged it off again. All right, well, sitcoms aside, okay, Comic books, shouldn't, they shouldn't tie their characters to one actor. I'm sorry. If they want more Captain America, just recast Chris Evans. He don't want to be the role. It's fine. He did a great job until this point. Cast him back. Cast someone else. He actually said he uh, it's, he's not completely, you know, closed off of the idea of coming back. He ain't coming back. He might yeah, come back in a few years. Yeah, I mean, but they can always go back in time, bring him back. Hey, man, we need help with this. Send him right back to the 40s or whatever. Give me Iron Man. Look, Hollywood is lousy with tall, broad-shouldered white guys. I'm just saying. All right, so we are done with Ruby Rose. But, uh, yeah, so apparently she felt uh, tension between herself and production, whatever that means. Um, In the middle of this pandemic, Marvel has uh, taken some of their print comics and turned them to digitally only. So um, we are going to get... Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider in 2024 works, which are two miniseries, um, digital only, and Scream Curse of Carnage and Valkyrie Jane Foster to digital only, which sucks for those who are buying it in print. So hopefully those books will come out in print one day because um, I'm not really big on buying single issues anymore. I used to spend like $1,000 a month on single issues. Um, so I've leaned more to the trade side, which um, as a collector, if I still bought single issues would piss me off. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I know you don't do print. I don't do print, and this affects me very little. Um, I, I guess I'm uh, feel sorry for people who will collect me. I can understand if you collect this something up until a certain point, and next thing you know, it's digital, and you can't keep going with it. That's a bit, uh, you know, frustrating. All right. All right. So, um, this was a bit of good news that hit the internet, uh, I want to say Friday. But Henry Cavill is back as Superman. Um, no idea when um, the next Superman sequel is going to come out. But I saw that. I got ecstatic. I'm like, I like Henry Cavill. I'm glad he's coming back. And um, everyone wants David Sandberg to go back and reshoot the end of Shazam. <laughs> Remember when Superman showed up at lunch? I'm like, what's the point? That, the scene landed. There was no reason to touch that scene. Yeah, exactly. But he will be back. And Samir, um, this is up your alley because I never saw the original, like I said before. Uh, they're making a Labyrinth sequel, and they got a new director. They got Scott Dickerson. Uh, if you don't know who Scott Dickerson is, he directed the first Doctor Strange. What are your thoughts on that? I have high hopes. If it's anything, honestly, this whole retro steam, um, uh, steam train they got going now, if it's anything like the uh, the remake of, um, or the continuation, no, I'm sorry, scratch that, the prequel of uh, The Dark Crystal, then yes, I'm... Super excited. 
it was a prequel to the Dark Crystal. Are you yes, Age of Resistance? Oh, the Netflix thing. Yes. What are you on? I didn't watch it, so it wasn't. I I shame, shame. <laughs> I watched the first Dark Crystal, but it was so long ago. It's just one of those things that like never really made sense to me. But back to movie news. Sonic Two has been greenlit. Jeff Fowler is coming back to direct, and um, Jim Carrey wants to wear a fat suit. Which I can actually see. I am all for that. Jim Carrey, lose yourself in that role. Because he did get a little chubby if you watch the end of Sonic on the Mushroom Planet. Which I think was a was a little jab Mario. Just because of mushrooms. Possibly. It could be a reach on my Although part. Mushrooms are very slimming and, high, and low carb. but you know. uh, I don't know how he got fat on maybe the different mushrooms, man. I don't know. But yeah. So, who would you like to see in Sonic 2? Tales is Less human characters, more woodland animals. That's that's all they need to do. Okay. So what Sonic character would you like to see in the movie is what I'm asking. All of them, sir. The sky's the limit. They have a treasure trove of characters. Obviously start with Tails, then pull in Knuckles, sure. Uh, get maybe Amy Rose and make her annoying. You know that first little meeting and then she gets all crazy and thirsty. Good. Just go with that. Lean into it. Okay? Number three. Alright, the sequel. Shadow. All the way. Keep going, Dad. Bring your rules to bat. Just keep going. So basically, you want Sonic 2 to be the first Sonic adventure. Yes, sure. We'll do that. Point is, just, just lean into the mythos. Cut out all the human characters. All right, that's the one thing I had with that movie. I came in with very low expectations, and yet they were they were very much exceeded. Okay, so good on you, Sonic the Hedgehog. All right, but the problem is, James Mars, as much as I like the guy's an actor, did not need to be there. <laughs> yeah, he hates... Um... Human human interaction in animated movies. With I the mean, exception of Space Jam, right? Well, Space Jam is, I mean, that, that, that lends, yeah, and that lends to the story of the movie. That's fine. But I'm sorry. If Sonic is running around there wrecking house, going, uh, uh, seeing the, the, the speed of sound and, and then breaking up robots, why the hell does the human character, hey, let me tag in and do this one thing just to make yourself relevant in the scene? Makes zero sense. Hey man, sometimes you need a human. Sonic couldn't. Device. Sonic couldn't steal a phone and 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 get the GPS and take himself to San Francisco. He makes a valid point. He had no point to have that need that guy's help, and that's the problem. You have human characters that in this is, movie. That is true. I hadn't seen the movie, but it, from the previews, wasn't he driving in a car with the guy? Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, it's a problem when you have. I can bring up tons of movies like this where you you make human characters relevant. You let you 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 lessen the actual cool characters. Every time they're on screen, it's a waste of their time. Okay. All right. All right. So, um, comic book news: Gorillas, um, is going to be releasing an almanac. Um, it's supposed to be coming out this October. It's in partnership with uh, Z Two Comics, and they will have three special editions. So, there's a Gorilla Almanac Standard, which is going to be twenty four ninety nine. The Gorilla's Deluxe Almanac, which is $100, and the Super Deluxe, which is $200. Wow. Yeah, so um, this is basically going to have like 120 plus pages of um, everything Gorilla's from the past 20 years. I'm actually pretty excited about that. I've been a huge fan of the lore, and I've been following it as hard as it is to do, but yes, I'm excited. So which one are you going to get, Standard, Deluxe, or Super Deluxe? Um, I guess whichever is cheapest. Standard. So standard. Um, I like Gorillas. I don't really watch that much like lore stuff. Like I didn't watch that that movie they had. What was it called again? 
What, the movie? Yeah. They had like a concert film or something like that. Don't you have it? I don't the title. I do remember the um the omnibus they came out with with all their um the the rise of ogre. That's what it was, the rise of ogre. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. So um yeah, I didn't even look at any of that. I mean, if anything, I would probably get this just as like a refresher into the mythos of gorilla. So I might just get the standard edition and like use it as a coffee table book. But yeah, so that's it for gorillas. Um. The other thing I wanted to talk about was... Whoa, wait a Who the fuck reads a coffee table book of gorillas? It's a coffee table book. It's just there to just be there, man. Yeah, no one actually reads them. They're just supposed to look through Yeah, you just skim through it. I actually read coffee table then you, like magazines. You might be a sociopath. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know what? Now that I think about it, let me, let me shut my mouth because... I probably, if I was in a doctor's office and the gorillas was on a coffee table. Like, ooh, let me flip through this. I'd probably fucking read it, yeah. But I mean, if I'm at a homeboy's house, I'm not about to fucking read the gorillas on a coffee table. Look, I'm just saying, man. All right. Um, the other thing that is coming out in June is The Last of Us 2, finally. Thank fucking goodness. Took forever. Yeah. What's the release date again? June 19th? Something. Yeah, June 19th. All right, uh, I plan on getting the Ellie edition, which comes with a backpack statue and a bunch of other goodies. And I think, uh, and I hope you're not disappointed by said backpack. And actually, and actually does its job. It's not, not like I'm going to actually use the backpack. A lot of times, those those clothing, uh, 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 bags, things like that, they always come out lower quality. It's just paper thin, nylon, just garbage. You're paying all that money for it. Now the statue's worth it though. I, high grade stuff, but. But yeah, like I wanted the um, I wanted the Super Collector's Edition of Final Fantasy VII, but I ended up getting the Deluxe. I couldn't find the Collector's Edition anymore. It wasn't available. It came with the Cloud statue. Um, I do recall. Yes. Yeah. So I ended up just getting the Deluxe Edition with the pouch, the uh, the mini soundtrack, and what else came with it? Uh, what else came with? It? Oh yeah, the uh, I said the pouch, uh, the metal, the diecast metal stickers. But. Um, another game that's coming out uh, very soon is Avengers. I might get the deluxe of that one as well. Comes with a nice Captain America statue, a Black Widow belt buckle, a Hulk pin, an Iron Man pin, and a Thor uh, keychain. All that? Yeah. How much are you charging for that one? I think that one's 150 Not entirely sure. Don't quote me on it. Um... The Iron Man VR game is also coming out. Not going to get that because I don't have a PlayStation VR. I mean, also, it's probably going to be garbage. Apparently, they're making a fairy tale game that comes out at the end of July. Now, what's the release date for Ghost of Tsushima? That one is uh, highly anticipated. A lot of eyes on that one. I do not know because I only have the comic book game schedule coming out up right now. Uh, I think that's supposed to be coming out next month. But um, another thing that we could talk about is um, Birds of Prey is going digital first. Um, I guess. Cause now, this is for the DC Black Label. Yes, this is for the Black Label, which um, I don't know why they're doing that as a um, Black Label, because that's not a miniseries, is it? Because most of the Black Label stuff has usually been like three-issue miniseries. Uh, so, like I, Batman I don't know if it's a miniseries. I mean, it's a Black Label probably because of the, the, um, the content. I guess. Um... I think they, I think it was originally in Longbourn, and I think they turned it into a, a mini for Black Label, because like I said, most of the Black Label stuff has been three issues, with the exception of Batman: Curse of the White Knight, which was five, five or six issues. I don't remember, 
but um, I might read that. Um, Samir, you got anything that you specifically want to talk about? Well, a couple of things. So uh, recently there was an interview uh, for the creator of Beastars, if you don't, if you're not familiar with the uh, I haven't anime. watched it yet. Shane. Beastars? Yes, Beastars. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah, the interview with the uh, director, um, Shinichi uh, Matsumi. So he went through pretty much his whole uh, thought process for the show, his use of high-grade 3D animation, and uh, his uh, split-screen um, technique, which was very... Uh, uh, it, it slapped every time it was on screen. It was just pitch moments. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. And basically, he just went through and how uh, uh, he came about his... Um, his thought process for the show, what he wanted, the concept for it, and what, what his uh, goals were, and just amazing stuff. The uh, He also did announce that they were going forward with a season two, obviously, because the show was just amazing, and uh, should be coming out in 2021, so look out for that. And people who haven't watched the first season need to immediately. Shane. Shane. Why well, you got to throw Shane? Very provocative. Like Sometimes it's not it's not provocative. that's not a bad thing. I started, I started watching it. I probably made it in the episode four. That's when you, yeah. In the moment, in the moment you see like a little, little bunny rabbit trying to fuck. Spoilers. Point is, watch it and it's great and pro uh, and provocative pro uh, and, and just because it's provocative doesn't mean it's bad. That's a good thing. All right. If someone calls you provocateur, take that as a compliment. I like how you threw shade in me just because I haven't watched the show yet. I didn't say I wasn't gonna watch it. It's not a bad show. I haven't gotten to it yet. I guess. It's not a bad show. I would say there's a main show. Additionally, the, we are getting a finally getting a teaser trailer for the final Evangelion movie. Uh, that is 3.0 plus 1.0, the fourth one in the series. And that's the uh, name of the movie? Yes, that's the name of the movie. It started with uh, 1.0 rebuild, and then 2.0 you cannot advance, and then 3.0 you cannot redo, and now it's uh, 3.0 plus 1.0. What's the title for this one? Um, I, I can't. Exactly. That's why I asked if the, it was the title. World title is Neon Genesis Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. Anyway. That's even longer. Yeah, why you got to add all that? Just say part four. No, you got to say the whole thing. It's like a pimp name slip butt. All right, hang on a second. The point is. <laughs> Shout out to Samir with the boondocks you reference. Get, you're getting me off subject. So the series, we're getting a teaser of the film in August, which is. After all this time, the last film was released in 2012, I believe. So that's just bonkers how long we wait on this film. Okay? So we're getting a teaser, and hopefully we'll get a release date sometime around uh, uh, win uh, winter this year for quarter four. So fingers crossed if we can finally get this pandemic, you know, derailed the trail production. So fingers crossed on that one. Yeah. That's all I have for anime at this moment, but look for more later. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my um, next parts for Digimon Adventure Try. We get that's already wrapped up. No, I'm waiting, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting on the Blu-rays. Oh, the, the Omnibus, is, yeah, the whole, the package, yeah, that's coming out soon. That should be out already, isn't it? I don't The full it. package is not, then it's coming out soon. No, no, not the, no, the second part of that. Not the, um... There's an Omnibus for the whole thing. I know, I already have all those individuals. They're doing another series. No, they're doing the full, so they're getting the continuation. Yes, okay. that's what I'm talking about, with Davis and everybody. Oh, I did see that, actually. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's your friend, too. Actually, on that note, if you haven't watched the new uh, Digimon Adventure series, which is a retelling of the original first season, it, basically, if you look back on that first series and you remember it fondly, you're doing it through uh, a rose-colored glass because it wasn't perfect. It was very eh, indicative of its time. 
This one, though, the one that got released in this season of anime, is actually as good as we remember it. Great animation production, wonderful uh, Sakugo. Can't just watch it, please. And give me the Funimation info so I can watch it. It's not on Funimation, it's on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, Funimation, whatever. Give me the info so I can watch it. Who doesn't have a Crunchyroll account? I don't. <laughs> I'm broke. I just got a Funimation account. Basic. Car payments for $40. Basic niggas. <laughs> I, mean, my, I mean, my son wanted the Funimation account, so I got it. All right, so uh, John Wick director, Chad... I can never pronounce this guy's last name right. Stahelski, I think it is. Um, he wants to do a TV spinoff of John Wick. I'm all for it. If they can uh, flush out the whole, uh, uh, the Continental um, uh, yeah, subplot. Yeah, so that's what the show is going to allegedly be all about, the Continental. Yes, I want more assassins, more, more death, more danger, more sex. Can't have enough of that. Okay. Um, I just want to know what part four is going to be about before I get into the TV aspect of things. It doesn't matter. It can take place between part... It can take place before part one. It can take place between part one and part two. It doesn't need to have anything to do with the movie. I know, but I want to know if, like, this series is going to be a prequel, an integral, or is it going to be after the fact of four? And if four is going to be the last one, so then where will this series take, you know, fall in place? But that is one of the things that I'm very excited about. Um, Anybody watch Better Call Saul? Um, I'm not, and his name is pronounced Stahowski. Stahowski, Stahelski, whatever. All right. Um, does anyone watch Better Call Saul? Because I know of it. It's wrapping up. I haven't gotten a chance to watch. It's one of those shows that I've always said I was going to watch, but I watch too much TV, so I kind of had to add a bunch I don't of watch stuff to the TV, back burner. So that's something I really need to start on Netflix. Um, there's no way in hell I'm going to catch up on what four seasons, five seasons before the final season even starts. Um. Disney Plus, is everyone still on that? Because the one thing that I'm kind of interested in watching is Artemis Fowl, and that's supposed to start on the 12th. Oh, yeah. Super excited about that, actually. Been following that for the long time. I think it's been in developmental hell for how long? A couple years. It's kind of like Lock and Key. Like, Lock and Key was originally supposed to be on Fox, and Jesse McCartney was supposed to be the main character. Shout out to Roxas. Slash God, Jay, where the hell is Jesse McCartney right he now? He is Nightwing on Young Justice. Oh, yeah, okay. Did you, did you also forget that he's Roxas and Mrs.? I know, I forgot. I did not forget that. But that was also a million years ago. King Hearts Creatures came out last year. Still? He got, that, he got that role like a million years ago. So what? <laughs> but still. But yeah, um, um, one of the other things. Uh, anybody else have HBO Max besides me? I'm going to get around to getting it. I don't see the purpose. I only, the only reason why I even have it is because I have HBO already. So if you already have HBO, you do not need to pay, what is it, $12, $16 a month or whatever for it. But, um, well, so, see, what people don't seem to understand about it is what's the difference between HBO Go and HBO Max? HBO Go is if you already have an existing HBO subscription. Um, it was, I think it was HBO Now that was the a la carte version of it. Um, but HBO Max has everything, HBO Plus, the whole uh, good percentage of the Warner Bros. backlog. So, um, hold on a second. I am actually going to go to the app right now and tell you a few things that are on there. One of the reasons why I'm excited to have it is because now I can go back and rewatch the old Doctor Who stuff. So I can rewatch the Tenet Years. I can rewatch Torchwood, which was a very good show. That's not on the BBC app? Uh, I don't think it is anymore. Oh, that's surprising. Um, and do they have uh, The Wire? Yes. If... Everything that was ever on HBO is on HBO. Okay, so that is possibly worth the money. Yeah, so I can go back and watch The Big Bang Theory. Batwoman is on here. Rick and Morty. 
Um, Impractical Big Jokers. That's HBO. HBO Max. But why is that on HBO? Because they have Warner Brothers catalog. Got the Warner Brothers yeah. catalog. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, Doctor Who, The Boondocks, Teen Titans, Adventure Time, Search Party, uh, Doom Patrol, The Wire, The OC, The Alienist is a few things on Game there. Game of Thrones, most likely. Yes, Game of Thrones. H. Uh, almost said HBO. Uh, Insecure. If you like that show, it's a pretty good show, by the way. Uh, they have Friends, which was on Netflix for so long. I don't know why we need that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Just give me Living Single. They can keep Friends. <laughs> which was the original, what, Friends? Yeah. Because Friends was, I mean, Living Single was originally called Friends. Was it, though? Yes. If you go back and watch that Erica Alexander Breakfast Club interview from, like, single, what, two years ago. Friends was a knockoff of Living Single. Yes. But Living Single was originally called Friends, and they were just like, no, let's just call it something else. So then, because, uh, you know, all that was done by Warner Brothers, so I guess someone who was, like, in the background or whatever said, hey, let's just call this show Friends. And let's fill it with a bunch of white people. Yeah. Still got a catchy team song, though. Well, what does that got to do with with the fact that it's a knockoff of an original? Everything is a knockoff of something. I wouldn't call it an outright knockoff because the show did. It's an outright knockoff. I wouldn't outright call this. Six single people. Six single people. Yeah. The only difference friends had was they went to a coffee spot. I don't think that. But, I, but, but, but Living Single had like the Poetry Lounge. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't a constant staple in the show, though. The, the coffee shop was okay, a constant staple. Okay, so that's all the you show. do? They're like, okay, let's just fucking not. Spend more time in the coffee yeah, shop. Yeah, I gotta say, I here. gotta say that Living Single must have had a, a smaller budget because they had less sets. They I had, mean, it's a black show. Of course it has It had budget. two they sets. Did, they actually did talk about Eric Alexander did talk about that in the Breakfast Club interview. They had the department and then they had flavor. That was it. And we barely saw flavor. We getting off subject. This is not about nostalgia, um, <laughs> 90s. Uh, uh, dramas, uh, comedy dramas. But yeah, so, um, oh shit, they got Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Okay, I'm definitely gonna go back and rewatch that. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about, Samir? Yes, Capcom is uh, planning to commemorate the uh, 25th anniversary of Resident Evil. By doing what exactly? What are we gonna do? Because they've already been remaking all the games. I mean, lots of stuff they can still do. They can, they can put them all into a bundle, they can put the games on sale. Let's see what they are doing. Capcom puts something on sale. They do it frequently. Oh, snap. They got all the Ben 10 stuff on here. What? Yep, I am. Alien Force, Ultimate Alien, all the. Yes, even Omniverse, unfortunately. Just because of the crappy animation on that one. But that was the last, I want to say, pseudo good series. I am not watching a reboot, though. I mean, they're making. Dwayne McDuffie must roll in his grave. Speaking of which, didn't he recently have an anniversary like a couple weeks ago? Like the anniversary, I think, of Wildstone. Uh, not Wildstone. Milestone. Uh, Milestone, yes. Yeah, that was... That was a, yeah. So that's which a, DC keeps saying they're going to do something with, but they haven't done anything. I don't think you need to do this. Just merge the characters into the goddamn um, and then do something with the, the, the popular ones. We need Icon. Icon, you can get a series with him. Uh, obviously Static. You know, anyone else? Do we, do we need... I mean, yeah, Holocaust, throw him in there and make him a villain to another, uh, another hero. You know, he doesn't have to have actually be attached to an uh, existing uh, milestone character. He can actually be, um, you know, pushed off on someone else. Yeah, because the only person who's being actually used, well, I haven't watched the third season in anything. It, it was Rocket, because her and Icon popped up in season two of Young Justice. Okay, that was cool. Yeah. Oh, Static is also on Young Justice. I forgot about. Yeah, he is on that. Yeah. Um, did you hear the rumor that Anna Taylor Joy is going to be playing for Rosa in a um? 
prequel. That is a great cast. That girl is on a uh, just a rocket ship of fame right now. Just shooting straight up. And giving you guys a heads up, if you hear any scarfing in the background, it's because um, Arsenio finally got his food after ordering it Damn like an hour ago. Right. Damn right. <laughs> um, I do have one thing that I regret buying within the past month, and that was the Mega Man X Zero uh, X collection. Because I forgot it was a port from the DS, and the controls suck. Oh, uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, only thing I can do is trade in the GameStop and get five dollars for it, mm. or I can just um, you know, keep it. <laughs> well, stop buying games like the like a ten year old boy, freaking Mega Man. Hey, leave the blue bomber alone, okay? I just want to, them, I want to do something fresh and new with that series. Uh, they really do. It's the, they do buy Mega Man. I bought the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Why? Because I never played uh after five, so I never played six, seven, eight. Or the other one, which was a uh, RPG, which they didn't put on the collector for some stupid reason. And that was one of the one series I've always wanted to complete. Because the one thing I hate is not being able to complete something like I need a Legacy of Kane remaster from everything from Soul Reaver to. We need a sequel, all right, or remake. Yeah, from the ground up. Remake and a sequel. I mean, shoot, why not? Um. Additionally, um. In video game news, tacking on what you say, so Baldur's Gate Three is uh, they release a teaser of uh, of gameplay for Baldur's Gate Three, which I'm super excited about, and um, they're going to get a, uh, a full gameplay presentation on March. No, I'm sorry, on March, June sixth. Uh, so can't wait for that. And uh, if you're not familiar with uh, Baldur's Gate, which I don't know why you wouldn't be, <laughs> it's a um, essentially it's just a uh, a isometric RPG for Dun- Dungeons and Dragons, the complete system of Dungeons and Dragons in video game form. Explains that, so I'm excited. Well, that can explain why I never played it because I tried to play Dungeons and Dragons and almost killed myself. Shout out to my former producer John Campbell, by the way, for that. Um, but you already beat Final Fantasy VII. I am on the verge of beating it. I think I'm on chapter 14. I just went over the wall. Okay, so you're you're getting there. Yeah, I'm almost at the end of it. So far, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad it's not turn-based because I don't have the patience for turn-based games. I haven't had the patience Shame. for turn-based so, games since Pokemon. Yellow. No. Which one came out last? Gold and Silver, right? Gold and Silver came out before Yellow. So, yeah. Gold and Silver. Before Yellow? Yeah. Well, I'm just... Uh, yellow was the original Pikachu one. Yeah. yeah but that's... That came out after... After, yeah. After... Uh, was it after Gold no, and Silver? I thought it was after Blue and Red. Yeah. So I'm right. So the last one I played was gold and silver. Yeah, so it was, it was red, red, blue, and yellow, yellow, then gold and silver, and everything else. I cannot care any less than I do now. Anyways, back on to- topic. <laughs> um, with uh, Final Fantasy VII, I'm just giddy with anticipation on what they're going to do with that franchise. I'm still mad that they split it in the. I'm not mad that they split it into those games. Now they did uh, be accused of uh, padding. The padding, in my opinion, was minimal. Whatever they did add and flushed out was appreciated, at least for me. I just think that Square knew that that was going to be a huge cash grab for them, so they were like, oh, hey, let's split this into two parts. The game is 100 damn gigs. It has always been a cash grab I know that, but but 7 was always, you know... one of the most but everything was one... Yeah, but you couldn't... They didn't want a direct um, remake or a, a rehash. 
what they given us was just a work of art. They revamped the story. Uh, the, the, the story is flushed out. More characters, characters have more screen time. Like Avalanche, we they didn't get any screen. They were barely characters in the first game. I knew they were gonna die. Dang, Jump Street. That ain't the point. The point is you you're getting uh you're getting uh characters. You get, now you care when they die. Okay. Just keep playing the game, man. You just... I guess I'm just a heartless monster because I was like, I don't care about Brig, Biggs, Wedge, or Jesse. I knew they was going to die from Jump Street because I don't ever... Well, really now care. you would care about them because they have actual personality now because they have time to flush it out. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have that if they just did what you did and just give us a 30-hour game just, from back in the day. I'm just saying, man. That game was 30 hours? Or it was, was just... long as hell for that time. Yeah, I guess. Because it was like six days. It was three. Three is. It was three? Yes. Oh. Not six. Nothing is six. Also, the the evolution of, uh, of the battle system that started in Final Fantasy 13 and got revamped in 15, and now what we have now in Final Fantasy 7 is perfection. All right? It's melted butter over high-grade toast. Just beautiful. Butter and toast? Yes. That's the most high-grade you can come up with? I don't know. A tender steak? What do you want me to say? Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, that's what, I, that's what I was expecting to hear. Something yeah. mouth-watering. Who the hell wants to hear about buttered toast? Ed? <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm almost done with the game. So after that, I can finally start Red Dead 2. Which oh, I still yeah. haven't installed. You said I was late. Additionally, Cyberpunk 2077 is getting a uh, gameplay presentation. Of what, what date is that? I want to say it's the day escapes me, but we're definitely going to go with deeper into the uh, mythos of Night City and give us more gameplay, um, uh, uh, gameplay mechanics. And they're going to probably touch on the whole controversy with the uh, the general um, fighters, which that, I'm excited for. That still pisses me off that Why? it's a first person game. It's a first person game. You, I was I see, was so geeked out and excited about this game when it was first person. Oh, I turned into SpongeBob meme. All right, I'm gonna head out. I just, I, I'm not a fan of first-person games. You need to, you need to start being a fan of first-person games. Why? Because a lot of them are good. Yeah. I never but said they were bad ones, but I'm just not a fan of it. But, you know, you know, we all have our personal preferences when it comes to anything. Games, TV shows, movies, comic books, what have you, music. Um, I just can't wait to um, make a character and give it the biggest dick ever. I thought you were going to go with a female character first. She's going to get the biggest dick ever. Everyone's getting dick. Why is it not? Oh, Jordan. Um, it, it, I don't know, man. It's not awesome because it lends to the idea of cyberpunk as a whole. So when you have, a, when you have a, a, a mythos where you can change anything about yourself, you make your body chrome, you can give yourself a new set of eyes, you can make yourself shorter, taller, change your gender. So yes, the idea that you can slap your, your, um, your gener- uh, a pair of genitals on a woman or vice versa, it, 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 it's just, it, that's quintessential cyberpunk. I just, I just, a woman with, with male genitalia doesn't, doesn't do it for Well, okay, that's you, but, you know, it probably does it for a lot of other people. And it, I'm going to imagine in the future, no one cares about that stuff anymore. It is one, oh yeah, that's it, put it in there. Oh. That's what she said. And where, though? Who knows, exactly. Where, indeed. Why is that interesting? <laughs> I'm excited. Because like, Samir's a freak like that. It's like, why does that, why does that interest you? Like, for me, it's like, it's more like, I want to know what the hell I'm sticking it in. I'm excited. That's what I say. All right. Um, a little something that pissed me off is kind of slightly old news. I mean, 
Uh, Back to the Future went to Netflix. They did. Yeah, and they cut out the dumbest thing ever. Like, what is up with Netflix changing things? Like, um, so in Back to the Future 2, if you recall, when Marty was trying to get the almanac from Biff, and Principal Strickland took it, and Marty had to sneak into uh, Strickland's office, and he found, he quote-unquote found it, but it was just the sports almanac cover, and you remember what was behind the cover? Uh, uh, Nudie Magazine? Yes. They took out the cover. They took out the ooh-la-la cover. I'm sorry, but that's not really that big a deal. Yeah. It is literally a lady in um, negligee. Like, why would you do that? Why are people upset about that? No one's upset about it. I'm upset about it because there was no point whatsoever. That's like, they changed the end of the notebook. That's, that's something to be upset about. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm kind of agree with Bernard. That's like, that's like BET changing the dialogue in most movies. Like, just, you mean black evil television? Yes, yeah, this is unnecessary. <laughs> Shout out to Samir with another Boondocks reference. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that there going to be a new right. series for Boondocks on uh, HBO Max? Yeah, and um, I don't even know how they're going to do that without John Witherspoon. Like, I don't know if this stuff is working. You, John Witherspoon's voice, as prolific and legendary as he is as an actor and performer, he you can replace him. No one's irreplaceable. That's why I. And even if, he isn't, even if he is irreplaceable, whoever goes in, just try your best. I'm sure it'll come out funny if they get the right writers I mean, in there. What, what, what would they do, though? I mean, storyline-wise. And Granddad could I die. Mean, they would probably have Granddad die. I mean, How but, the hell would that even work? Who got the kids? Because we don't know Hugh yeah. and Riley's backstory. We don't even know why they're, they're older. living with their Tom, grandfather. Tom. Tom going to take them? Tom could take them. You think Tom going to live with Riley ass? Sure. Yeah. Tom's nice. He'll do it. He's a stand-up guy. Tom got in a fight with Michael B. Jordan. Tom Lee, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, shout out to Michael B. Jordan being Pretty Boy Flizzy and people not even realizing it was him. But, I mean, like what you're saying, it's, you know, that could be a possible storyline. Yeah. I just looked into that uh, Netflix edit for Back to the Future 2. Apparently, it was a foreign country. So, whoever Netflix got that version of the film. There you go. That's yeah, but still. It's like, no, just get the U.S. version. But, um, Yeah. That was just one of the things that like really made me mad. Um, I'm still waiting for these Disney Plus Marvel shows to drop. So Captain America and the Falcon. I'm what is it? Captain Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Falcon and no, it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The Captain America. I don't know the the Bucky and Falcon series or whatever. I'm still waiting for that to drop a coronavirus soldier. WandaVision. Huh? That we we got footage of that almost. We didn't get. I, I, I don't like to see. It. Oh. I would love to see that. I want, I want to know who's playing Moon Knight. That's what I really care about. Dude, that's all this stuff. Because Moon Knight is... Just think Batman, the schizophrenic. And um, tied to a, a moon... No, tied to an Egyptian deity. That's Possibly. Because we, we really don't know if all that is really in his head. We don't know. That's what that's the beauty of that show. That's beauty and, and, and which costume are they going to give us? The, the cool suit, which was dope. All right? Or... Well, you mean the, the one that I told you to read, written by Warren Ellis? Warren Ellis, he's a prolific a writer. I've I, I wanted to cosplay that Moon Knight so bad, but it's kind of hard to find that mask. Just wear it. Another thing, wearing all white at a convention, you gonna get some con funk on you and. Man, con funk just goes with the with the the store. The, 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 <laughs> it goes with the territory. The territory. Why does it sound nasty and disgusting? Because you need to go to a con on a Saturday. It sounds sticky. You need to go to a con on a Saturday when everybody's there. Trust me, dude. Con funk is real. Like, what year was that? I wore that white in the suit. Twenty seven. 16, I want to say, out to the Supercon. Oh, man. Was it like B.O.? 
like con BL. Yes, yes. It's, it's just aggressive BL. Especially the especially heavy set dudes. No offense to y'all, but when y'all go to these cons, y'all need to carry y'all need to carry some roll on deodorant, some baby wipes, all that. Right. In any case, uh, speaking of Warren Ellis, they did uh, announce uh, quite some time ago that we're getting a, a fourth season of Castlevania. If you haven't watched it, please do. Haven't watched show it. Show is amazing. And on uh, Netflix. Yes, the Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a work of art. It's breathtaking in scale and in execution. Townsend. Right. Um, Samir is excited about that I don't give two shits about. Uh, Fern Gully, the reboot, a.k.a. Avatar 2, has... Uh, Resume filming in New Zealand. I'm excited because I'm happy that that uh, Sam Worthington is getting some work. No uh, one hires that guy. Yes, yeah, the blue people, the giant Smurfs. Y'all want to hate, but mm. hey, like, till this, this day, till like this like day, that movie holds up visually. Can you imagine? It came out in 2008, 2009, and it looks better than films that came out three years ago. Justice League's uh, the weeding cut. That had garbage CGI. It gets blown out of the First water. Justice League was garbage. Yes, so it was Cats. All right, this is this ton, I can pile on tons of movies that had garbage CGI in the last three, two to three years, and Avatar still holds up. The scale, the shots, everything about that movie. Say what you want about James Cameron. That guy is a G. Go. Okay. Just saying. I don't know. I'm just a little upset that they chose the name Avatar. Why not? It makes perfect sense. Now, regardless of how how confusing it is to Google search said movie because of Avatar: Last Airbender, exactly, exactly, <laughs> which why. is on uh, on Netflix right now and just basically just wrecking house on their ratings, like oh, yeah. the number one um, yeah, stream right now. Like sharing memes by Hulu and the fight. I'm like, I don't I know. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't fair of Avatar. Yeah, don't be like that. You know that shit. All right. Um, some more movie news. Uh, you remember Jackpot from uh, Spider-Man? Yes. Whole, uh, what was brand new day stuff? Someone wants to do a Jackpot spinoff. I'm not sure. What's the thing? Jackpot was not eight ball. It was Jake. Your name was Shrewball. Shrewball. Jackpot was the chick superhero. She had a seven 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 belt buckle. Everybody thought she was Mary Jane. Okay, yeah. But she was a random character named Sarah Earhart. Well, I think I think Jackpot is dead in the comics now, man. It's one of them is dead. One of them. One of them is dead. dead. I don't know where the other one is. Comic limbo, man. Um. I really wish Dan Slott was still writing Spider-Man because Dan Slott probably would have did something with her. But Nick Spencer's on it. And Nick Spencer is a good writer, but... um, And who is... Oh, Mark Guggenheim is... um, um, He also wrote some of the Jackpot stuff during Brand New Day because that was when they had four or five writers writing Spider-Man. Brand New Day is a, is, a, is a thing of contention for me. I liked it, but then I hated it at the same time. Uh, it was it was a hit or miss for everybody, but just because of the simple fact that J. Michael Straczynski built that character up, and just after one more day when Joe Kassab was like, "Hey, don't kill Aunt May, take away Peter's uh, Peter and MJ's marriage by making him make this deal with the devil to save Aunt May," makes zero sense. Makes zero sense. And um, I know you gotta be pushing like ninety two. And one of the other things is I I really wanted to meet J. Michael Straczynski one year at Supercon and I didn't go because I wanted to ask him his feelings on that because there's always been the rumor that he didn't write like the last two issues of it. It was allegedly Joe Quesada. Um But um, the writers who were on the cycle for the Brand New Day stuff was Dan Slott, Mark Guggenheim, who was a uh, producer on Arrow. He, he's supposed to be writing the movie. Joe Kelly... 
and Bob Gale. And if you don't know who Bob Gale is, this is actually going to come back around full circle. Bob Gale wrote Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, I want to see what they're going to do with Jackpot because I really don't know how this is going to work. All right. Um, Clark Gregg said, uh, Colton should come back to the MCU. I mean, keep in mind, I'm the only person in this room who watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Colton died two seasons ago. Uh, they brought him back as an, um, as an LMD. Got tongue tied. Yeah, that show did get a little wacky. Um, I gotta say, it's never been wacky. It's, it's still good. Like, this is the final season. I just watched the first The problem with all the pre-Disney Plus, uh, side Marvel, uh, Projects they lacked connection to the movie, except Agent Shield, who tried his best to get in there. But as much as I love the Netflix series, they had no connection. They it was, it was they just referenced that it was in there in the first vague references. That was it. Vague reference, and then sometimes Jessica Jones vague references. All right, I keep hoping. I hope that in in, in, a, in a splash in a splash shot. In, in, in Endgame, they would have had all, all of them just fighting in Harlem somewhere. That would have been well, dope. Well, that was a uh, fan edit. If you recall, I don't know if you ever saw it on YouTube. I mean, not YouTube, Facebook. But when all the portals are opening, and they keep jumping back to the scene of uh, Strange Long. Is that everyone you want more? And they show a portal open up in uh, uh, Nelson Murdoch. Then they show one open up at uh, Rain Industries. And they show one open up in Harlem. But they actually, uh, someone actually also did a fan edit of that for um, the Avengers Assemble series, where it's like, uh, everybody's getting ready to fight Thanos, so you see Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, uh, Alan Wayne, Misty Knight, um, uh, Patsy Walker, like everybody like show up. That would have been dope, and I really wish Marvel would have actually did something with those characters. It's hard, too hard to filming. Where, where are we even filming the shows? Most of the shows were filmed in New York. New York. I'm saying, everything happened in New York. They could have flew them in. So it might have been a contract thing. So you're telling me it's all Disney. Disney, Netflix. Mm, in that case, I don't know why they didn't add them in. I guess it's budget. They, they, had, they had the budget. It's probably like... The movie made like $3 billion. No, but... But it was probably still like the same issue with Black Lightning, just trying to get people out. Like, but it got, but they it put Black Lightning in. Yeah, Props to sense. DC for doing that. Yeah, but they only brought Black Lightning in. They like screw Thunder and Lightning. Look, they go get picky battles, man. And even then, man, like I mean, I know you haven't watched the crossovers yet, but he really he was basically a plot device. Like they just brought him in to power up something. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> but they brought him in, though. They brought him in. They brought him in. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, see, what pisses me off is the fact that in the fucking Netflix series, they're like, we don't talk about the event. Yeah, the, the yeah, that's all they called it, the event. The, the event. event. Motherfucker, we know what the fuck happened. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, like anybody who watches Marvel and has watched Avengers and has watched these Luke Cage and Daredevils. And I mean, seriously, Jones. exactly. They could have said the attack on New York, the invasion, what, yeah. what have you. Like, bro, you telling me, bro, it happened in New York City, bro. You're telling me Harlem, Harlem is a fucking borough of New York City. Right? It's not that motherfucker. They got hit. All right, yeah. yeah. they got hit, bro. They definitely got hit. They should have had an episode where they were cleaning up or something. Fucking event. All right, so August 10th. 2020 will be the 10th anniversary of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. It's coming back to theaters for a limited time. You plan on going to see it? I am not. Damn. I, yeah. As much as I like Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright did a great job with what he had to work with. They gave him an hour and a half, maybe a little more, to adapt four, no, five graphic novels. Yeah, it was into, five, because the sixth one wasn't out yet. Yeah, into one film, and, and make it make sense. 
he they didn't really get a lot of the subplots in that series, and it, it kind of lost its luster to me. But it was a good film. I still think that's the best thing Michael Cera has ever done. Uh, Superbad is now my second. I mean, no, I think he's a great actor. He is some no, amazing. He is a great actor. I mean, I, I, I for one has followed his career. I mean, I think Crystal Fairy and the Magical Cactus was pretty good. What the Additionally, fuck? Uh, he was in Molly's Game. He played, he played a great role in Molly's Game. You hated him in that role. Like he he made you hate him. That's that's hard to do. All right. You think Michael Cera's is awkward, goofy, lovable guy? No. You he made you hate him in that role. That's impressive. All right. Shout outs to Michael Cera. Yeah. Um, how do we still feel about Jeffrey Wright being Commissioner Gordon in the Batman? Once again, I'm not a fan of colorblind casting. Colorblind casting, because then I have to go back to the, I can go I can go all day on this issue, but I have to ask why Jeffrey Wright's an amazing actor, but there are other amazing actors that could fit that role better. Who knows? Now Commissioner Gordon is now uh, black, so is, is now Barbara Gordon going to be black? Like, where, where's it in there? So now we have black, a black, black girl. I would have liked that, sure. But there are other black superheroes you can put in here. Don't bend, race bend existing characters for diversity's sake. Give me actual black characters. Do you think it's because they make the black characters, like, less powerful? No, that's not it. At no, all. I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm saying, like, now, okay. a lot of people don't know about a lot of black characters because they don't... If you want, in that case... Because they try to make, they try to make. In that case, give them brand recognition. I, 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 she is the best example of this in terms of diversity. The current Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. All right, the girl is a is a is a triple threat: woman, Muslim, Pakistani, living in the U.S., getting it done. Okay, she 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 inherited her um her mantle from the previous uh uh Miss Marvel, now Captain Marvel. All right, that that is diversity. Okay, they built a new character, Riri Williams. Okay. Another great example of diversity, okay? Ironheart. Yes, she took up the mantle from um, for a little while from Tony Stark. She's a, she's a, in addition to being a different gender altogether, she's also a different race, okay? So this is, so this is interesting. I didn't know about Kamala Khan, but now I'm looking at yeah, she's fuck is up in the hands. Oh, oh she, she has she can embiggen. So she's kind of like think like Reed Richards. She's an inhuman, so she can grow, shrink. It actually, it's an amazing storyline. I, I definitely recommend watching. She's actually going to be in the Avengers game. She is. She's going to be in the Avengers game. Hopefully, her her um her on screen uh presence grows from I there. Have, I would have to. I would have to see. But, but come on, she's getting a series on Disney Plus. She is getting a series on Disney Plus, and I'm so excited about that. I forgot about that. And she hope I'm animated excited. or uh they're live action because they're going to be. Yeah, I, I, I cannot tell you how excited I'm for it. Not that is diversity. Marvel has been doing. I would love it. to see She Hope. Marvel's been doing it way better than DC for a while now with the with the, with the, the, the casting. All right. I cannot tell them, give them much more props than that. Just stellar work. Also, on the note of DC's, uh, um, I guess, DC properties, Harley Quinn is making waves. Okay, so there was some new, there was some um, ripples on Twitter about them gay baiting the show because it is well known that Harley Quinn and, and Poison Ivy are an item off and on, you know, so they never really touched on that and they gave us a quick scene of it in a trailer, but it didn't lead to anything in that episode. So people were kind of pissed about the gay baiting, but apparently, on the on the eve of, of Poison Ivy's wedding, they had their first kiss. Woo! So I'm excited about where this show is going, and uh, it's uh, it, it's making waves. Did you just like channel Ric Flair a second there? I did. I wooed. I'm a nature boy. So what's your thoughts on that? You need to start watching that show, man. Why are you gonna ask me my thoughts about it? You know I don't watch the show. What? Why, why haven't you watched the show, Bernard? Cause Tell America why you haven't watched the show. Because I feel like it's a Deadpool ripoff, basically. Like that's. I think 
that's like, a contrived like, argument. That's it's not, not really contrived, man. She doesn't break. She doesn't break the fourth wall. She, she doesn't break the fourth wall. She does not break the fourth wall in this show at all. It, it, it's literally all um, um, uh, physical humor and um, and slapstick. And animated. It's animated. Yeah, yeah they actually did a good job. The Watch the first three episodes. And, and see what you think. It's, it's, it's really disrespectful. It's not the Amazing Spider-Man. God, I hate that cartoon. That now nah, that's that's the ripoff. Freaking cutaways. The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, the the you one Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. That's the one. Because Ultimate Spider-Man was basically him telling his story. Yeah, cutaways. Yeah, because it was basically a journal. Yeah, cutaways. Hence the reason that the reason that there were cutaways. But um. And there, uh, Sony is also developing a Madam Web film, so. Mm. I, I'm I'm so on the fence about um um anything Sony related when it comes to Spider Man. It's like I'm kind of do excited. I care? I'm kind of excited for Morbius because they're tying it into the MCU. If you remember in the trailer, Michael Keaton popped up at the end. If that's the case and it gets tied in, then all I'm all for it. And I'm I don't want any Marvel properties not being a part of the MCU. Call me a fanboy. I don't care. No, that's, be- that's pretty justifiable because I feel the same way. Marvel has cemented their place in Hollywood with, what, 24, 25 movies now after Far From Home? But, yeah, I don't know how Sony is going to, like, do their Spider-Man universe because I think Tom Holland is supposed to be doing one more MCU movie, uh, one more MCU Spider-Man movie. Then he's supposed to be going over to Sony. So I don't, we got to see how that transition is going to go. But I get why Sony didn't want to be punked by Disney because you know Disney be punking everybody and they got to you got to make a stand something. Who did Disney punk? They punk everybody, man. They own everybody. All right. They only bought Fox. Look, I'm just saying. I don't know. Disney got enough money to buy what the fuck they want to buy. Shit, I would I would have loved for them to buy Sony. But hey, that's a, that's the conglomerate they would not have uh, allowed that legally in the F, in the FCC. They let them buy fucking Fox. Yeah, that took a while. That almost didn't happen. They didn't buy Star Wars. Yeah. Well, they bought Star Wars for the same price they bought Marvel for like $2 billion. Speaking of Star Wars, if you haven't watched, and this is a little late, so who hasn't, if you haven't watched the final season of Clone Wars, do yourself a favor and go watch it. I never watched like the last two seasons. It bridges the gap between the Clone Wars series and the Revenge of the Sith in such a just beautiful manner. You'll be in tears. After watching this this uh, last this season finale, the series finale, I watch it. The last fifteen minutes of the last episode had no dialogue. That's how crazy it was. It was just all emotion, just just Let me guess. balls it was, to the wall. Anakin and Ahsoka. No, it, well, it, the the whole last season was a, a very Ahsoka, um, Ahsoka uh, driven. driven. It was pretty much all about her mostly, and that's what you wanted because she's the most important character. She's the best and thing. They got, and don't they have that new series? The yeah. So the Mandalorian. Okay. No, 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 Ahsoka. Yeah, well, they, they're segueing that. So, Ahsoka is actually going to be casted into the Mandalorian, as, as the rumors has it. I don't mm. know if they actually confirmed that yet. But um, someone who has been confirmed for the Mandalorian is Timothy Oliphant. Yes, I'm excited. My boy is getting more work after the, the travesty that was the cancellation of Santa Clara Diet. Uh, who is Timothy Oliphant? Okay, Justified. you remember the show Justified on FX? No, no, no. Who does he oh, play oh, 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 who he's playing? They haven't announced yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's a new character. Yeah. Okay. Possibly or no, okay, we know. So we don't know who he's playing yet, but everyone wants Rosario Dawson to play Ahsoka. She would be a great cast. She would be around that the same. Would actually be she's around the same age that Ahsoka would be in that in that um time. Yeah, so she will be a great cast for that role. She seems to be able to play those those roles pretty. Yeah. Well. Also, they both have those luscious lips. Let me put that out there. I don't know how an animated character has luscious. Lips. Look, pull up Ahsoka in the show. Up. 
I've seen it. She got nice full lips. Okay. Let me see what they talking about. Oh, um, the other thing was uh, I wanted to bring up with Batwoman since you were going to take forever in a day to watch the show. Um, they brought in Thomas Elliot, aka Hush. Hush. Yeah. So at the end of the season, uh, th yeah, the season, um, he got his face to be Bruce Wayne. So, um, did you watch Alphas? You watched Alphas on Sci-Fi, right? Uh, I know of it. Uh, okay, Alphas. so um, they got the guy uh, Warren Christie. I don't know who he played on Alphas, but um, he is he is going to be quote unquote Bruce Wayne slash Tommy Thomas Elliot now. And um, talking about the guy from Fire. No, no, you're thinking of Robin Pattinson. I'm no. talking about I'm talking about on Batwoman. Oh, he's playing who now? He's playing Hush. He's playing Bruce Wayne. Hush basically <laughs> was a world-renowned surgeon. The backstory of Hush is so like. It's, 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 it's jacked up. It's jacked so, up. This kid tried to kill his own parents after Bruce's parents died because he wanted the money. No, and no freedom. I'm sorry, before he Bruce's, freedom. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted freedom. freedom. No, he tried to kill his parents before Bruce's parents died, and he hates Bruce because Bruce's father saved his 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 parents. No, he saved his he saved his mother. Well, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, and um, the whole series. I mean, the whole backstory of Hush and Bruce is is. It's more or less Shakespearean. And I love Jeff Loeb for writing this story. The animated movie was trash. I even sent the tweet to the Yeah, just, just go ahead and, and, and yeah. go get the, the trade paperbacks. Yeah, just get the trade paperbacks of Hush. If you want to read it, Cineo, I will actually go to my storage unit and get it next time I'm down here or something. Mm -hmm. It's it's only 12 issues, and it was spectacular. But this guy, he is playing Tommy Elliott, who eventually... Reconstructed his face to look like Bruce Wayne. Which okay, as a story device in he how they reconstructed his face yes. in real life. No, uh, obviously. No, 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 man, okay, y'all got face me thrown because I'm like, no. man, these actors is taking this shit too far. No, no, basically, this ain't Chopper Thunder. The character, the character, the character, he changes his whole face to look like Bruce Wayne because he he becomes so that much envious of Bruce that he wants to become this man. Mm. Like they even did that in um, Arkham Knight. It's actually one of the one of the side stories of Arkham Knight. Okay. So, I guess whenever they introduce quote unquote the real Bruce Wayne onto Batman, he's gonna, obviously going to be playing both Tommy Elliot with the Bruce Wayne face yeah. and Bruce Wayne himself. Nah, it's going to be like a. Uh, oh, another thing I want to tell you: Bruce Wayne killed the Joker and Batwoman. Okay. I mean, they, I mean, wow. Was it retaliation for Jason Todd? I didn't get they that. They didn't even mention that, but yeah. But that that would be the picture of Rosario Dawson. Yeah, I've seen that one before. Yeah, so like I said, it's gonna if, be dope. If that is, if that's similar to how they're trying to make her look, that would be awesome. But um, I still can't believe Ruby Rose left the show. But yeah. Oh, um, uh, comic book related slash world news. Tell me why. Bane's mask has been one of the highest selling mask dudes of the coronavirus. Yeah, I can see that. Because no one knows, no one cares who you were until you put on the mask. <laughs> I will break you. Um, uh, you didn't talk, I mean, you didn't watch it, but I kind of want to talk about it, but I don't want to ruin it for you, Justice League uh, Dark Apocalypse War. Yeah, I, I'm, it's on the docket. I'm going to watch it as soon as possible. It was so good. It was the, it was, it was the animated universe's endgame. I don't know what DC is thinking by ending their anime. That's the only I thing they've done right I in know, the last decade just, or so. Is that universe? Contracts. What contracts for the for the voice actors? For the voice actors. They get new voice actors. 
I mean, it's not gonna be the same. That's why, like, a lot of these standalone movies, they have different. Voice they changed Batman's voice actor like three times over. Like, he was different in Crisis on Infinite Earths. He was definitely different in um in, in Flashpoint, and I think he was different in Justice League War. Like, those are three different voice actors, weren't they? Uh, James Woods plays him in, in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, but you gotta keep in mind that was before Flashpoint. True. Nah, Flashpoint was good. So you gotta remember everything. Flashpoint and beyond has always been Jason O'Mara unless it's a standalone movie like um um Killing Joke. Ugh. Killing Joke. Ugh. Um, what was that other shit? Gotham by Gaslight. So yeah, other than that, Jason O'Mara has always been Batman. I, I doubt this was. I, I doubt they come that expensive. I mean, I get that they want more money now, but they, they just pay these goddamn money, Warner Brothers. Too late, man. The movie is in the can. What are they gonna do now with? Because that was coinciding with their, with their uh their their DCEU. Yeah. It's called DC, no, DCAU. DC Animated. All right, so what I, I want to I want a roadmap with their um production like. Are they going to release a press um a, a press conference or something or a newsletter? What are you talking about? They already said it. Right, but what are they doing next? They got Superman Man of Tomorrow movie uh with Darren Chris as Superman. Cool. Man of Tomorrow. I don't remember that that run. It's 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 a new it's a whole new story. It's an original story. Is that what he oh, it's his original story? I believe That's it's an original doing story. Um but yeah, Darren Chris. If you don't know who Darren Chris is, he was on Glee. And uh, for those of you who are Flash fans, you remember season five, the the duet episode, the Music Meister. Oh, okay. He was the Music Meister. Ah, that's actually uh, yeah. pretty appropriate. Yeah. So, oh, he was also in um, the American Crime Story, the uh, the Versace one. He played the guy who killed Versace. Um, Did not watch the American. I, I watched the OJ the, one. I can't remember the character's name. Um. I don't remember his name, but he was the guy who killed Versace. But so yeah, I want to I, I want to see a trailer for this to see how I'm gonna feel about it. Um, and speaking of DC, Star Girl, Jeff Johns finally did something right as far as live action goes because he hyped himself for Green Lantern, and we all know how that went. <laughs> well, everyone's entitled to mistakes. No, but you can't you can't hype Green Lantern up like that. I mean, you were writing Green Lantern for like a good ten years. They gave him money. They gave him money. That's like no, he didn't. He didn't write Green Lantern. He didn't write the movie. Mark Verheiden wrote. The yeah, movie. but I know they gave him money. That's what? They gave him a producer's credit. I don't know how much money they gave him per se. Man, they, that dude got a, a U-Haul full of money. That's why. Same thing with um James Cameron and, and Terminator Genesis. Oh, this is gonna be a great film. And you know full well James Cameron ain't, ain't co-signed that movie. He just put his name on that. Remember? He he had an interview he and everything. Dark Fate. No, not no. Dark Fate was great. Genesis. The one with Amelia uh, Clark and Jack Jack Courtney, who is not a thing anymore. Jack Courtney sucks. He does suck. I realized that after I walked out of a good day to die hard. <laughs> you actually walked paid money to see that movie. I walked out. I got my I got a refund. We're getting uh, we're getting uh, off subject. Star Girl. I loved it. Loved everything about it. I like the the uh, accuracy to the character. Uh yeah, because Jeff Johns created that character, so he made sure. Um, because you know the whole reason he created Star Girl, right? Why is that? That was a tribute to his sister. She died on a plane crash. That is, yeah. Aw. It was. Uh, That's I can't, so I can't sweet. Remember, I can't remember the flight, but um, it was. Uh, I think it was a TWA flight. Like well, I don't think that's overly important, but, but the that's, character is named Courtney after his sister. That's very name. sweet, and I'm glad that she's um um getting her time to shine, and you know, um, our our condolences to Jeff Johns. But yeah, so um, Luke Wilson, where the hell has he been? I don't know. The funny thing is, the thing, the last thing I remember watching with Luke Wilson, I think it might have been old school. 
don't know. That cat's been just but in my head. I'm pretty sure Luke Wilson has been doing like work behind the scenes and everything. I'm sure he's been around. I just haven't seen him. But um, yeah, he is actually good as Pat Dugan. He is. And uh, shout out to Brett. Dude, the, the the chemistry was great. Yeah, he was on the HBO series called Enlightened. Uh, Who's playing Stargirl? So her name's Breck Bessinger. 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 Um, she she's from Nickelodeon. Okay. She's a Nickelodeon kid. Is she uh is she related to uh, Kate Be- um, Bessinger? No. Uh, she's Bessinger. Kate is Bessinger. Ah. Uh, so E and A. So two different people. Um, first two episodes were good. Um, I am actually glad that this is a short series. I mean, it's got to be because it's a summer series. It's 13 episodes. Good. I don't know if that, that's because it was originally supposed to be on, um, I almost said Disney Plus, DC Universe or what. But, you know, this way we don't have to wait for, you know, a mid-season or any of that crap. You just knock them right out. Keep it as a summer show. It is an alternate Earth um, because if you watch the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover... This past season, with yeah, Jay Garrett's uh, helmet was seen. In, well, actually, he's in the picture too. Yeah, I mean, but um, I can't remember what Earth it was. They they straight up announced that basically, like all the DC Universe stuff, with the exception of the stuff that airs on the CW, except Star Girl, is um all on the same Earth. So Good. Flash, I almost said Arrow, but Arrow is done. Uh, Flash, Legends, Batwoman, Supergirl. All on Earth now. Oh, also Black Lightning. So those five shows are on Earth Prime. Uh, Swamp Thing is his own Earth. Titans is his own Earth, which I thought was stupid because they introduced the Doom Patrol, but now the Doom Patrol is on is on his own Earth. So that's dumb. If man. Beast Boy ever shows up, I'm calling continuity errors. I'm gonna tweet out. I'm sending angry man. I don't know what they even doing with the, 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 the Titans property right now with that show. It's just. I just know Superboy I, popped up. I didn't people like it. Season. I don't know how. I watched the whole. Thing I know. I just want to say I don't know why people like it, but people do, and I don't. I, I can't fault them for liking it. And I guess they're doing, they doing something right, bro. They made Raven's mom loyal to Trigon. That's how the first season ended. Like, That's not a here nor there. I'm still the controversy with Starfire and the lack of production value on Beast Boy is atrocious. Atrocious. Does he does he transform into anything other than a tiger at this point? Uh... I only watched the first season. He was tiger, 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 tiger the whole time. Yeah, makes zero sense. Yeah. Speaking of arrows, did y'all boys see this dude trying to shoot arrows at the protesters? Yes, we did, but we don't do current events. Yeah, my buddy think he's Hawkeye. Uh, I don't. Get a crossbow. (laughs) Yeah. Shoot, but um, I really don't know what else we can talk about. Well, we actually should probably wrap this up. We've been at this for about almost an hour. Has it been almost? Oh, wow. We are like at an hour and 10 so far. Um, so, yeah, this is the first episode. Um, I will be putting this up on SoundCloud very soon. I don't even know why I just said that. But you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Do you want to give out your handles or not? No. I, my handles are lame, and I will probably be working on that uh, in the near future if I feel like it. Yeah. If I get around to it. All right. Well, anyway, my Twitter and, and Instagram are both Scarlet Spider. 86, so S C K. You can get at me through his handles. How about that? S-P-Y-D-E-R-H-6. All right, so that is the first episode of the Angry Blurred podcast. All right, you guys. uh, Signing off? Yeah, sign off and enjoy.